Hey family, thank you for following and trusting the path that led you here. This is Flow Space, Conscious Conversations with J&D. I'm Jerrica. And I'm Deandra. Our discussions will be led by intuition and spirit as we continue to evolve and learn about what it means to live an earthly human experience. But let's just like talk about it. Like, what was it that we were discussing? Like that person and then... Yeah, like when you start embarking on a spiritual journey, like if you have support, it can help the experience. Mm -hmm. And if you're embarking on it alone, where others around you aren't necessarily on that spiritual path, it can make you feel like you might begin to spiral. Right. So having the support is really essential, but it doesn't mean that if you don't have the support, it's not possible. Yeah. Because, like I said, I look back in my journal, which I never do, and today I felt called to, so, like, I flipped some pages, and I landed in 2015. And, (laughs) like, the page I was reading was um, what I was experiencing emotionally, which was, like, super negative emotions at the time. And then I was... um, And it's funny because it was, like, the first thing I read, it was, like, how life had changed after my great-grandmother died, and then my grandfather died, and um like a realization i had with taking life for granted after their passing because up until my great-grandmother passed away and i was 24 years old i had never experienced death before so her death really like shook me and changed me um where i appreciated like every moment a lot more deeply than i had previously and so my journal like my reflections was around those negative emotions um like questioning death questioning life the purpose like feeling super lost and then i started writing down how i was going to be meditating more and i was like burning incense and i was burning sage and doing cleanses things that i didn't know you know um what importance they held i did have some knowledge of crystal energy and cleansing the house because of my mother her beliefs when i was growing up you know like i would see her doing things so i had that knowledge but that was as far as it went so my journal you can really see that it was like self-guided i didn't know where to turn to but i think what really like talking to you about it now it really shows the intuition the intuition is always there for us and it is going to guide you in the ways that you need it at the time even if you don't understand it yeah and what you what i what kept coming to mind from you speaking is that that wasn't a negative experience you know like we put those terms on experiences it Mm -hmm. was an experience that has allowed you to arrive to where you are now yeah but it was something that was really monumental for where you were at the moment yes so in the moment it could have been perceived as a negative experience but it was really just such a blessing just to see like what that piece of life that we all inevitably come to is like and how that can lead you to amplifying or like igniting something within you that's your part of your uh, purpose or like Mm -hmm. how you're meant to be operating in the world and um, to have that be presented when someone that you really care for is no longer present with us um, is really powerful because it 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 kind of is a way of like honoring them like it's beautiful that it is they were the the passage keepers i so to speak you know mm-hmm. of bringing that forward into your life 
which is really yeah. nice. And that's so beautiful that you say it in that way because even today when I was reflecting, like I did um, attribute like negative emotions and the idea of those being like a negative traumatic experience, like the loss of a loved one. Um, I was associating it with a negative space. So for you to share that perspective, it's really nice because, yeah, like it isn't a negative. There are no negative or positive experiences. It's really the perspective we put on things. It's mm-hmm. just an experience. Yeah. And it's what we're here to do as human beings mm-hmm. um, with a soul in our body, you know, is to have all these experiences that show us the truth of all that is in in existence you know in different capacities and it takes sometimes going through things that can be traumatic for us to really understand and understand um, because without those moments we can kind of just like gaze on and flow on through without Mm -hmm. having the understanding of the depths of certain aspects of this existence yeah and a lot of times i know like in my personal experience and others that i've spoken to like that embark on some kind of spiritual awakening or journey it's usually surrounding like a life-changing event that we perceive at the time as negative or it's something like super traumatic or it impacts us heavily yeah it's so funny yeah (laughs) it impacts us in that way and then like it shifts us (laughs) years later you arrive in a different space um but to speak about like if somebody is going through that practice or that awakening journey alone what does that look like and how can somebody be assured that it's okay well i was i was speaking to someone who reached out to me who I would say is on the beginning steps of their awakening journey and how that looks like in terms of navigating it Um, because it can be a lot when you go from not being aware of certain um, aspects of this life that are in place like um, just discovering the truth of things that are presented in a very deceitful manner Mm -hmm. um, at large for example like the chemicals and shampoos or like GMOs and food, mm-hmm. just to give like a, um, the perspective of what's being referenced. Um, and I was leading it from a probing standpoint and you know, I didn't want to impose any truths or my own perception of truths. So um, I just shared from my own experiences and invited uh, thought-provoking questions. And for me and what we've um, been re-remembered we re-reminded about recently is like the power of journaling Um, I really have found that to be a really powerful tool when I utilize it in the morning because I have just left the astrals so my mind is really fresh and still relatively connected so um, I use that time to if I do have any questions to set the intention of asking and seeing what comes through through the pages and um, just free-flowing in my writing and there are some times where I don't even feel like there's anything to write but I just give it a shot and Mm -hmm. something surfaces and it may not be as profound but it gives me I always leave um, the session of journaling always more level-headed 
with a clear um, sense of mind and more peace throughout my day. Um, so I kind of, ref- the way I referred to it was like, you know, clearing out the real estate because we only have a select amount of space in our mind um, and what it's being occupied with is only just manifesting and creating it into our reality. So it's a really good tool to either dump, like to use it as like a garbage session to like dump all your thoughts on the page mm-hmm. or to see guidance or a blend of the two. Because if you don't have someone else to kind of um, like have a person that you can rely on as you navigate, yeah, as you navigate these um, changes in your life, you can be that person by communicating with the divine through journaling if you allow yourself to be guided. And that's why the morning time is such a great time for that. And that's so powerful and empowering because that's really saying that even if you feel you're alone, you are never alone because you are always divinely guided and you are supported by your ancestors, your spirit guides, you're supported by so many forces and energy that may not be visible, but that you can feel if you allow yourself to. It's so beautiful because it reminds me of like just what you were saying about your great grandmother. Mm -hmm. Um, It seems like really full circle, you know? And, like, the support is always there and, like, that relationship that you had now continues in a different way. Yeah, for sure, because you know that I, like, 100% believe in just, like, picking up the spiritual phone and reaching out to those who we love who have transitioned, and they're always there, you know, like, they really do want to talk to us, and we have to want to talk to them and hear them, and not be, like, spooked out or anything, because it could be weird, you know, dealing with energy (laughs) that you can't see but you feel it yeah it's really beautiful and when you were saying about um you know like our realities that's what we were talking about on the phone prior to recording and how um what about the reality because remember when i was in the supermarket and the person oh approached yeah me? yeah that's what we were saying oh we could share that the power of the mind yeah because it's really like you start to begin to see that the daily experiences you have whether you attribute positive or negative emotions to them or you claim them to be good or bad experiences they're stemming from something that you had thought about inside of your head manifesting into the physical in some shape or form and it really takes like analyzing it to notice it Mm -hmm. but once you do pay attention you can see how your thoughts directly correspond to the reality you live in and like my personal experience was a few (laughs) weeks ago there were two girls two teenagers missing uh from the bronx i don't remember their names but they were two teenagers from female teenagers from the bronx missing and i was so um like intrigued like yeah like obsessed almost like i was obsessively researching about them like staying on top of the story and (laughs) the uh i believe it was the night that they were found I had like went down a a deep dive like I was on Instagram looking at their um, parents Instagrams like I was going all over the place searching reading like where were they who took them like what happened yeah I was really fascinated by the story like how these two teenage girls just were on a bus in in New York City and then disappeared um so then the very next day I was home and my cousin jason had called me that he was going to come over with his girlfriend 
So I went to the supermarket. I was home by myself. Um, I went to the supermarket alone to get a couple of things. And inside of the supermarket, this man approaches me telling me that I'm going to come with him right now, like right then and there. And it was just like the weirdest experience, you know? And in my mind at the time, I was like, no way this is happening to me, you know? And also lately, I've been telling you how there have been so many people getting, um, what is it called? Like kidnapped? The sex, tra- oh, uh, sex, the trafficking? sex trafficking. How I recently learned that um, the area we live in is known to be a spot for sex trafficking. So this is something that has been on my mind that I've been talking about. Um, and it's obviously a super delicate and fragile topic because it's real. So anyways, I'm in shop, right? And this man comes up to me and he's telling me that he's been waiting for me. And he, I had firewood in my cart and he's like, oh, we're going to go to my house and do a bonfire. And I felt like he was doing, like, saying the things he was saying so that people around us wouldn't notice. But he was very threatening in his manner, telling me to go with him and that I must go with him. Like, I'm going to go with him. And I didn't react in the way that I feel I thought I would have reacted in a situation like that because I was so shook. Like, I was really in shock that that was happening. So I was like, no, I'm not going with you. You know, like, saying, like, light things I should have freaking started screaming or something, like doing something to get attention. Um, But thank God this man in the aisle, oh, and the guy, he had blocked his cart so I couldn't keep going forward. So this man that was in the aisle, I guess he like caught on to what was happening and he came, stood right behind me and he didn't move until the guy left. And then I was like, wow, thank God that people pay attention and you know that somebody was there. Because who knows like, you know, what could have happened. Um, and then when I was speaking to my mom about this story, she was like, why didn't you start screaming? Like, what is wrong with you? You know, you make a show if something like that happens. And I realized in the moment that I felt bad for the guy if I would have started screaming, causing a show or something. And that wasn't his intention. Like, I felt bad for it. I didn't want to make that kind of assumption or that show taking him into consideration yet he wasn't taking me into consideration with how uncomfortable he made me feel Mm -hmm. so it's very interesting like to get into those things but i share that story because that happened to me i firmly believe because i went to bed that night researching about those girls like i fell asleep on my phone researching about those girls who were taken i had recently been talking about sex trafficking and then boom i experienced something that was really weird Mm-hmm. And it's really interesting, the timeline of it with um, what you were sharing and how um, like you're reclaiming your power in a sense mm-hmm. in um, like not taking others into consideration more than you take yourself into consideration, um, because it's interesting how like that yeah. played a role in the way that you navigated that experience. That's really fascinating because I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Until you just said that. That's really interesting. But what's also really cool, while you were speaking, reminded me of something I sent to the person who reached out to me about what we were just talking about. And I had sent, affirm, I am protected, supported, and guided by the divine light that lives within me. And oh, can we affirm that one more time? Yes. 
Because that, I felt that right in my heart space. <laughs> An affirmation from us to you and to ourselves. I am protected, supported, and guided by the divine light that lives within me. Mm. And so it is. And so mode it be, baby. And so mode it is. <laughs> so um, I, I, that affirmation came to mind because of that man who was in the aisle. It reminded me while you're sharing the story is that you are divinely supported and guided, you know? Mm-hmm. And I don't want to contribute that to um, that being the sole reason why that man approached the situation to kind of support you through it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's to say, like, there is something to that, you know, that there is... Because I wouldn't say that you're a person who naturally, like, attracts these kinds of experiences. And I'm a very big believer that, like, we attract and create our life. I've yeah. always approached things like that. Um, like, people may have projected something um, towards me, and it's like, no, I don't like um attract i don't create that in my life mm-hmm. and it's never i've never have found myself in a situation like that as of late god bless um but it's interesting you know like how that may have been part of how that experience planned out like he was like an earth angel you know yeah it felt that way because he really like when i was in the aisle i was in the aisle by myself i'm very aware of my surroundings when i'm outside it's just in my nature and then that guy he came like towards the um like other end of the aisle where i was walking towards where he blocked in and like was doing that weird crap and then the other guy came from behind so i don't know at what point he entered that aisle and like at what point he heard because for me it felt like i was there forever i don't really know how many minutes it could have been or seconds it just felt like an eternity in that moment because i was really scared um but then yeah that guy like came and you felt his energy like i felt his energy just it was very protective and Mm -hmm. i like again i was so appreciative and it happened at the right exact moment when i needed it most but as you were sharing that you know like um you're a firm believer and you attract you know your experiences from what you believe it goes right back to the power the mind holds like where your attention goes is where your energy is going to flow and all of that will manifest towards you but at the same time we have to be sensitive because like when people hear that i know that it could be triggering because it's um when you take into account like innocent and very uh, vulnerable people who you know tragedies happen to the the response is always like okay but what did this little baby do to receive x y or z so i know that hearing that statement could sometimes cause like a reaction in us but it's really just unraveling different layers of what we're made to believe to get to the truth Mm -hmm. and whatever that may be because i have like my own opinions on that but it's not for me to impose yeah it's just to allow people to maybe just have a a pondering question Mm -hmm. or moment with themselves to arrive what whatever truth is to them and regarding that of course because like and when i could say i support that line of thinking because i really do believe it based on my own life experiences um and i have reasons as to why like some things might happen to certain people you know maybe that aren't deserving of it there's a lot to it so it's really just how far you're willing to go in like um 
researching it within yourself to see what resonates and where you arrive to yeah and what comes to mind is how sometimes um cosmic um experiences have a negative connotation Mm -hmm. like you've mentioned in the past like mercury retrograde and how like in mainstream media it's perceived to be something to be like weary about Mm -hmm. um but recently you know that perspective has really shifted for me in in the terms that everything that is in existence is happening in our benefit um so these cosmic events happen to help bring us back to alignment if we're in a misalignment because um if you're if you're not in misalignment these are just great times to amplify the alignment that is within your life Mm -hmm. and if not then these moments are to help you get back on track and that can be said too when things that aren't um ideal happen to us on a day-to-day it is to have a moment of self-reflection as to why this is so that these kinds of experiences don't continue because what comes to mind is people in my in my life who i've encountered who just seem to have like such a bad trace of bad luck just like people that is just like you're never surprised when you hear that they're like in some mess again yeah it's like there's something there that they haven't done um, the work within themselves to really dig deep to see how they're contributing and it's really a way to reclaim our power although it can be very triggering to hear what's more empowering I feel or more activating instead of triggering is the knowing that you can be the source of your own saving you know like you can figure it out and stop being victim to the circumstances that are upon us yeah because again it, it's so cool how it always goes back to us creating our reality and the power of the mind yeah. and the power we hold because we're really the ones who can craft the experience all around us at every time and it's there is something to say about those who like have series of unfortunate events um, and choose to remain in them you know because there are things like different emotions that can overtake our body at times like we can become overwhelmed with feelings of depression or feelings of anxiety but those feelings are surfacing like you said to point us towards our truth Mm -hmm. you know it's like an opportunity okay i don't think that anybody would like to feel depressed or like to feel anxious or angry all the time you know that's from my personal belief i can't understand how somebody would like to be in that state but i can understand how when somebody is in that state it's so easy to stay there because it takes less energy to remain in a low vibration yeah like and there's something about being angry like i read this one time that like when you are upset like there's something that makes you feel good about being upset like you can keep feeding your mind stories to continue staying in that scene that you're playing out in your mind and giving yourself justifiable reasons as to why you should be so angry like it's easier for the mind to do that it takes a lot of strength to be like no i don't want to be feeling this way let me turn it around and i always reference that analogy that i um read somewhere that if you have a burning piece of coal in your hand you're not gonna want to keep feeling that pain of the fire burning through your skin you're gonna drop it so anytime you have an emotion like that you just drop it and it's so much easier said than done Mm -hmm. because i experienced that so much 
but it's really a practice that once you develop it it's like second nature but what's also great to remember is that emotions are so human and natural and it's great to honor them Mm -hmm. not to um try and just um like suppress them or like exactly yeah it's really important to allow them to move through you but the key is not sitting in it and it's really easy for the eagle to relish in the lower vibrational feelings because especially being on the spiritual journey constantly trying to keep the ego in a balance when those moments arise where they can really um, strive and live their best life <laughs> mm-hmm. you know they will take opportunity and they will like maximize those moments if we allow them to um so it's just really being aware of that and honoring the phases of of emotions that we have but not identifying or creating an identity around them Mm -hmm. and not letting the story continue building it's like you said and it's so great because what we heard in sedona um by robert douglas when he was like if it does not serve you let it go that's really all you have to ever repeat in your mind and it is easier said than done because those feelings of whatever you're feeling could make you feel good in the moment like you can feel justified as to why but it's really just let it go like feel it then let it go feel it let it go experience it let it go no attachments no opinions no judgments it's just all an experience what do you do when you're so in the thick of it and you really have no perspective and you feel like the world is crashing in on you and like you don't even have the perspective to go to the practices that you know can serve you yeah um and that's a really good question because i feel that that happens you know during this human experience it can happen i don't want to say often but that's something that's very uh, prevalent and for me personally when i'm feeling that way i'll allow myself to feel it for i don't have a set amount of time but i also do not want to waste my entire day feeling you know however i was feeling that i can't even go to my practices so i'll feel it i'll experience it but then i always make sure that i do something that i know is going to raise raise my vibration so a really easy trick like to raise your vibration super fast is rubbing your palms together like up and down for 45 seconds while taking deep breaths in and deep breaths out you begin to feel the heat between your hands and that energy starts flowing through your body you're moving that stale stagnant energy and you're raising your vibration on a frequency level so even if i can't go to my practices like i can't sit in meditation i can't journal i can't pray i can't do any of the things that i normally do to uplift myself i can move my hands no matter how i feel i can move my hands and then that one thing starts to allow all of my other practices that keep me grounded to surface because it really starts altering my my mood and my vibration (laughs) that's it (laughs) thank you for listening continue flowing in your own space by simply being if this resonated with you and you feel called please be sure to follow us like and share until next time wherever you go give yourself space, space to, to flow, flow. <laughs> <laughs>